Hi everyone, welcome to Socialize TV. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a channel where we will be discussing many different topics. This commentary is based on my opinion only. Nothing should be taken as fact or personal. Stay tuned in and let's get started with today's video. Good morning, afternoon, and evening to you, wherever you may be. This is another episode of Socialize TV. I first and foremost want to say Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021. And I'm just so grateful that we all have been able to progress to another year. I also want to thank you for your continued support of the podcast. It really means a lot to me. I know that I've been a little inconsistent, but your continued support allows me to continue making content for your listening pleasure, and I just really thank you for supporting my channel. Today's topic is going to be about comparisons. To a certain extent, I have spoken on this subject before, but I want to go a little bit more in depth about it today and it's going to specifically be about comparing your relationship with other people. Social media never ceases to amaze me to be perfectly honest and how people will use their platform to do all kinds of things. Some people will use their platform for something positive. Some people will use their platform to start drama and other people use their platform to just simply express how they feel, be it a good thing or a bad thing. And so sometimes I find myself just endlessly scrolling and seeing all of the different things. And I just question the emotional state of humanity at this point. With COVID aside for one second... I'm one of those people who isn't going to pretend like life was so fantastic before the pandemic. It just simply wasn't. You had a lot of people financially struggling, struggling emotionally, struggling spiritually. You know, you had so many people that just were unfulfilled in one way or the other and work was their distraction. Their responsibilities were a distraction. And now... Here comes something like the pandemic 
that forces everyone to rethink how they live their lives. And for the most part, some people have flourished during the pandemic, others not so much. And so trying to find somewhere to be in the middle has been very, very difficult. And one aspect of this is relationships. Relationships have suffered even more than they already were before the pandemic. You had a lot of marriages on the rocks. You had two people who vowed to be in a committed relationship, but for some reason it just wasn't working out. You had one person not on the same page with the other, and they both are like, you know what, it's probably best if we just divorce. And then it's even more messy when you have kids involved. You had other people who were in a relationship and living with each other and don't want to be around the other person. You have some who were in relationships and they worked all the time and so they were always alone and having them home in the house has done nothing but cause problems. There are just so many different versions of these scenarios that reflect other people's circumstances. And so the question is, what do you make of these circumstances? How do you progress in spite of all of the different things going on? And the fact is that it's very difficult to do so. It's extremely difficult. And sometimes when we are on social media trying to have some downtime or to be quite frank, trying to find a way to escape from all of it, we see things on social media that reinforce different things. We see things that reinforce how we feel about ourselves, what our lives look like and how they should be better, or how if we just had more money, we could look like our favorite celebrity, we could get any man or woman that we wanted if we just looked better, There are just so many different things that social media would reinforce. And quite honestly, it appears as if all social media does is reinforce our fears and reinforce our insecurities. And if a person is not emotionally sound enough, they will let all of this content, you know, discourage them. And so... Many people in relationships, this is how they're being affected. They get on social media and they look at their friends and they're like, oh, their lives are just so great. They seem to be so happy or, you know, they just had a baby and they're probably trying to have a baby and they're not having any kind of success. It's all different things. And so when you get stuck in that loop-de-loop, of comparing your relationship to other people, you start to feel worse. You start to wonder, maybe I should be with a different person or starting to feel as if, you know, maybe I can do better. But these are dangerous mindsets. These are dangerous because the fact is, you don't know what the actual reality is. Social media is one of those places where we, for the most part, control what other people see. We control the post. We control where we post them. We control who gets to see the post. 
We get to control the engagement. That's something that's in our power to do. And so when you have people who realize that, they should understand that what they see on social media is what the person wants us to see. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's lives are in disarray and that everybody is a liar. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that you'd be surprised at how different things are in real life versus how they appear to be on social media. I'll give an example. I have had plenty of friends who were coupled with each other or coupled with somebody that I did not know. And there have been plenty of times that I have gotten on Facebook or I have gotten on Instagram and I will see the post and everything looks like they're happy-go-lucky and and lovey-dovey. Fine and dandy. Cool. But then when I see them in real life, it's something different. Sometimes they argue all the time or they get into very petty disagreements. And then there are some times where they're not even speaking to each other. But based off of what you see on social media, it paints a different picture. And so I sometimes think to myself, who are they trying to convince that they're in a good relationship? Because my thing is this, no relationship is going to be perfect. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have. No relationship is going to be perfect. That's just how it's going to be. And so when you have people who constantly feel the need to put up a facade, it gets exhausting trying to continue to put up that facade. And there are going to be some people who are going to ask questions. And so it's like, what do you do when people start questioning the authenticity of your social media posts? There are some people who get it. There are some people who are going to realize, you know what? These two have a very toxic relationship and they're just lying to people. And what's always funny is, in situations like this, when the two individuals break up and you see what each person is posting about the other, it's like you're dealing with two different people. It's like you're hearing two completely different versions of, of one thing that has happened, and quite honestly, you don't know what or who to believe. But that's reality. You know, what you see on Facebook or on Instagram is not always going to be how it is. Another example. There are going to be some people who, they always post positive things. They always want to make people laugh. And sometimes these are some of the most depressed people and you wouldn't even know. It's like, I didn't know you were going through that. You're always posting good stuff. What's going on? Or how long has it been going on? I knew nothing about it. It happens all the time. You have people who are comedians and they always want to make people laugh. But the reality is they're extremely stressed out in life. They feel very alone. They don't know who to talk to. And so trying to make other people laugh is the only way they can feel good about anything going on. 
you you will be so surprised at some of your friends. You will be so surprised at how some of them live, what some of them are struggling with. It's not always what it seems. And again, the pandemic has nothing to do with all of this, except that the pandemic has just made it worse. It has just amplified it. But this has already been a pre-existing problem. And many people don't want to admit that. Like I said, you have people under this idea that life was just so perfect before all of this, when quite frankly, it wasn't. And me personally, I don't really feel any worse than I did last year or the year before. I'm just like where I'm at. I'm okay. And I would rather be okay than, you know, feeling really, really bad. Now, you're going to have some bad days where life is just going to suck. But for the most part, it's okay. You know, you you adapt, you focus, and you just live life. That's really all you can do. And so I'm very cognizant of what I take in from social media because the fact is, whether you're rich or whether you're poor or whether you're somewhere in between, we all are struggling with something. Don't let people try to convince you that their lives are all put together because they aren't. Digressing a little bit, a huge example of what I'm talking about today happens in the church. For people who are really aware and societally aware of what's going on in the world, in addition to being very religious, you will know. But some of the biggest liars are in church. I hate to break it to you. I hate to put it like that, but it's the truth. I've never seen so many people in one place try to pretend in all my life. You have people who get up every Sunday, put on so much makeup, put on their best clothes, shout the loudest, clap their hands the fastest. They do all kinds of things to make it seem as though they're really in tune with God. Well, the fact of the matter is they are struggling just like everybody else, if not worse. But you would never know it because of how they come dressed at church. They seem to be rich. They seem to have it all together. They seem to be very prosperous. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that Satan has his grip on their life. It is what it is. And I thought the church was supposed to be a place where you didn't have to pretend that you could be authentic and you could be honest about the fact that, hey, my life is not perfect and it's not going to be great all the time. But no, because what happens is as soon as anybody knows a little bit of your business, your, your whole life is like the front page of a newspaper. Everybody's talking about you. Everybody is gossiping about you. And it's not a great feeling. It's very frustrating. And it's like, I'm dealing with things too, but for other people, As long as somebody else is going through drama, they feel okay about themselves. They feel okay about their situation. It's like, oh, well, Miss such and such, you know, over there, she's going through divorce. Her husband's cheating on her. 
that I feel a little bit better that I'm not the only one going through divorce. That's how people think. And it's unfortunate, but that's just how it is. And me personally, I'm just going to be real with you. I don't miss that about church. I don't miss how, you know, I, I always have to be worried about how I look to other people in church because I'm not coming to church for them. I'm coming to church to worship God. That should be the point. But for some people, they make it their business to come to church every Sunday because they want to know about some drama. They want to have something to gossip about. And that frustrates me. And, And to be real, it's really nice not having to deal with that. It really is. And so it's like, even in a place like the church, this problem exists. So don't feel as though... There's no way for this problem to show up. It can show up in all different places and amongst all different groups of people. There's nobody exempt from what I'm talking about. So don't feel as though you're isolated in your struggle. Don't feel as though you're the only person going through what you're going through because I promise you you're not. Your old siblings could be going through the same thing. Your friends, your parents, your coworkers. I I mean, seriously, even though we all have different lives, we're all living in the same world. So, you know, don't think that you're just in this bubble. You're not. Only difference is some people will rather lie about it. They will rather hide it because of pride insecurity, shame, all different kinds of things, which are valid reasons. Don't get me wrong. But my point here is that people are going to look one way when other things are going on that you cannot see. It's not always going to be apparent what somebody is going through. So don't feel as though you're just the only one. The second point that I want to make is that a lot of people are very insecure. People, some people have their whole identities wrapped in to what other people think of them. And to be honest, I've come to really understand this issue for many people. And even though I'm very critical of it, At the same time, I do have sympathy for for individuals who are struggling with this particular thing. I first want to say the reason why I'm very critical of insecure people is because sometimes insecurity will become critical, will become hypocrisy. Because these same people who are insecure about their lives will take energy and then talk about other people very maliciously with a lot of ill intent where they should be worrying about themselves, where they should be worrying about their own issues and their own situation. They will rather tear somebody else down. That's where I have the problem. You know, I can make a lot of concessions for people, but at the end of the day, you don't have a place to be tearing somebody down. And the only reason people tear other indi- other individuals down is because they think it's going to make them feel better about themselves. It's like, no, you're just an inadequate person. You're just 
a a a, a, a not positive person. Like there's an adjective that I'm struggling to find, but people like this are really nasty, and I try to stay away from them. They're very miserable. They cause nothing but drama, and you should avoid them too. The reason why I have sympathy for people who are very insecure is because insecurity seems to be something that is never going to go away. That seems to be one of those struggles that is just going to stick with you. So whether you were insecure as a child or a teenager or as an adult, insecurity has a habit of sticking with you and it is very difficult to work through. Sometimes you're not going to be able to work through all of it. Some of it, you have to really dig deep into the trenches to try to figure out what's going on with that issue. And some people don't want to go that far. It's like, I'll just live with the fact that, you know, I feel this way about myself and I'm just going to continue to live life. It is what it is. It's their prerogative. But again... Insecurity just seems to be something that people are always going to wrestle with. And because of how potent insecurity is, something like social media just reinforces all of the negative. It's like, dang, I wish I looked like such and such. I wish I was married to such and such. Or I wish my spouse looked like such and such. I wish my house looked like that. I wish that I drove that car. I wish that I could buy all of the designer things that I want. I wish that I had all of this money to just do whatever I want. I wish that I could just jump on a plane and go on vacation to any country that I want at any given time and not have to worry about work. I wish that I had kids. I wish that I had a family of my own. I wish that my kids were as smart as such and such kids. I mean, there's just a laundry list of I wish that from people. And the thing is, is that you may not want their life. Quick lesson, if you don't get anything else from this podcast, understand this. I have lived life long enough to understand that it's not in your best interest wishing you had somebody else's life. And the reason is because that you have no idea what that person has gone through to get what they have, to be with the spouse they're with, or to have the family that they have. You think that their life is perfect because of what you can see. There is so much that you don't see. I'll give an example. You may think that such and such has the perfect marriage, but what you don't see is all of the times that they wish that they could get over their struggles. They're arguing all the time. They're about to divorce. They're about to go their separate ways. But to you, it's like, oh, she's so ashamed. She's so beautiful. He's so handsome. He has all the muscles. And you just think they're perfect. They're not. I promise you, they're not. They struggle like everybody else. You wish that 
you had a family of your own and that you had kids. Well, let me tell you, a lot of people wish they had their kids much later in life. They, they're overwhelmed by their kids. They're overworked. They can't find time to do anything because of their kids. But you want a family so bad. Do you really want to make the necessary sacrifices in life to have a family? Are you ready for that? You might not be. But to you, all you see is a cute newborn baby. And now you wish, you know, you had that. You don't know how many doctor visits it took for her to get pregnant. You don't know how many times they tried to have a baby. Maybe they couldn't have a baby. Maybe they had a surrogate. You don't know any of this. You're just assuming that because there's a cute baby or two cute children, that everything's okay. You have no idea. You see this person with nice clothes. They dress really nice. And what you don't understand is this person is working two or three jobs. And the only thing that they really can use their money for is to look decent. They want to look better than how they feel. Because the reality is they're tired as hell. They get up, go to sleep, and do it all over again. And so that's their way of expressing themselves is through their clothes. You see this girl, you think she's so gorgeous. Yes, she's had work done, but it's like she still looks better than me. Let me tell you, most of the time, the main reason why people get plastic surgery is because they hate how they look. They hate who they see in the mirror. They hate their nose. They hate their lips. They wish they had lighter skin. They, they wish they could change all of these different things. And all you're like, oh, they look better than me. I'm telling you, you have no idea what people are dealing with. You, you have no clue. I have some friends that I've known for two years and longer. And there are some things that I am just now learning about them for the first time. And I never would have guessed that they were dealing with this. I never would have guessed that this is something they struggle with because when I was around them, they would act a certain way. So just trust me when I say you have no idea what is going on. No clue whatsoever. The third thing that I want to address when it comes to comparing relationships is that I need you to understand that with what one couple's issue is, is not necessarily going to be your issue in your relationship. Every relationship is different. So, for example, you may have a friend that's married just like you. And the two of you talk about the different things that go on in your marriages. Now, your friend may have the issue where their wife or their husband doesn't give them any attention. They work all the time. And most of the time in a scenario like that, they are the breadwinner in their household. 
So your friend may be the individual who is not only wanting attention, but they also feel a little bit resentful towards their partner because they are the breadwinner and they have to work to support, to financially support their lifestyle. Your situation could be that you and your spouse work all the time and yet you two are struggling. And so you may interpret your friend's complaint as being ungrateful. You may interpret it as, well, at least you're not struggling financially. At least you're not working 60 hours a week and still don't have money left over to do anything. At least you can have time to yourself and find other things to do instead of worrying about your spouse. That's how some people may look at that. Some people may look at it as a person needing a hobby or that they got too much free time on their hands and that you wish you had free time to just do nothing. You wish you had that problem, so to speak. So I said all this to say that what is an issue in your relationship is not going to be an issue in somebody else's and you can't compare the two. So often, it, it, this is just from what I personally observe, you may think differently. But it really seems as though I, I see men do this all the time. Men who are married tend to compare their wives with their friends' wives all the time. And that's just one added thing for that woman to feel inadequate married to this man. What do I mean? It's bad enough that she already is under the pressure to look good all the time, to keep him attracted to her. That's already one um, one thing to worry about. The other thing is, if they have children, she now has the pressure of trying to be the sexy wife and the attentive mother at the same time. And for some people, that's damn near impossible. Three, try to be an educated woman and being a good mother and a good wife at the same time. Damn near impossible. So the common denominator here is that this one woman is struggling to be all of these different people in this relationship at the same time. Meanwhile, her husband only has to be the, the breadwinner mostly or, or a guy that she's attracted to. He doesn't have to wear as many hats as she does. And so as soon as there's a little inconvenience, he's ready to tell her of all the ways she's inadequate. All the ways that he's not as attracted to her as he used to be. That's where all of that ends up. And she's like, where is this coming from? Let me tell you another thing that I've learned in relationships. Be careful with who your spouse is friends with or your significant other. Get to know their friends. And the reason I say this is because if you are aware of the types of people your significant other associates with, you will be able to figure out who is influencing a change in their behavior. So many times I've been in relationships 
where everything was fine between me and my boyfriend. And then all of a sudden, he started making certain comments. He started um, not caring as much to spend time with me. He started getting a little distant out of nowhere. And I'm just like, what changed? And so now I'm trying to backtrack. Like, was it something that I said to him? Did we get into an argument about something? What is it? And what I learned is that more likely than not, he has had a conversation with somebody. He was either talking to one of his friends, a coworker, or just somebody that he's close to about our relationship. And based off of what he told them, this person called themselves giving him advice that he should take. And then he comes home and now all of a sudden we have all of these issues or all of these issues existed that I wasn't aware of that are now being brought to light. And by the time it's all over with, he wants to break up. People do this in marriages. People compare their significant others and be like, oh, I wish my wife was like such and such as wife. You have no idea what's going on in that house. The second thing that I want to tell you is that when you're in a scenario like this and you're trying to have somebody to confide in about what's going on in your relationship, this the other person is never going to tell you when something's going on. They're not going to be honest about it. Because again, they don't want to make it seem as though they're on the same level as you and that they really don't have any place to tell you anything. They were rather they feel boosted that you came to them asking them advice. So of course they're not gonna make it seem as though they're having issues. It happens all the time, and it has happened to me plenty of times. So again, be careful with who you're having side conversations with about your relationship. Cause let me tell you this. The only person you should be having a conversation with about your relationship is the person you're in a relationship with. That's who you should be having a conversation with. So, again, there's so many different things you have to be aware of. Don't get hung up on how other people's relationship look because I promise you it's not the truth. And like I said before earlier, Everybody is not lying, but most people are. Just just being real. Just being real. We have got to stop using other people as a measuring stick for our lives. Everybody's lives are different. And the thing is, is that for many people, their past has already predetermined their future. For some people, they already know how their lives are going to end up. They don't need anything happening in the present to influence that. It's not going to matter. And pandemic aside, you know, there's some people where it's like they know like how life is going to be. So whether a pandemic happens or not, what no matter who is president, doesn't matter. All of these things does does not matter. Their life is going to be the same. And so it, their path has already been predetermined. Other people, what they're doing in the present is ruining their future. For some people, it's like they don't even realize everything that they're doing now was going to catch up to them eventually. 
It's not going to happen right away. It's going to happen when it matters the most. That's why for people who like to cheat in relationships, it's like, okay, you think you got away with it now, but eventually it's going to come a time where a person is going to come into your life that's going to mean a lot to you. And everything that you have done to hurt other people, they're going to do to hurt you. That's usually how it is. That's usually how karma operates. So be careful what you do now because it will catch up to you. I sum everything up and conclude with this. Everyone's mental health is very fragile right now. And the fact of the matter is, is that things are not really going to get easier. They're going to get more challenging. But given all of the experiences that you're gaining right now is going to help you for the next thing. So you're really not as unprepared as you think you are, is what I'm trying to tell you. But what I don't want you to do is feel as though somehow you're failing at life. For some of us, our success in life is still having breath. We are still alive. Despite all that has gone on, we still get up every single day. Other people did not have that privilege. There were so many people who did not make it to 2021. But you did. So understand that things are going to happen in due time for you. They may not happen when you want it to. But what you want to happen now may not be in your best interest. So take your time. Just do what you can To get through the day. That's what I found is the best way to progress. Take every day. One at a time. That's the best you can do. Because things change. All the time. And you want to give yourself some leverage. To adapt. That's what you want. Give yourself a chance. But don't. Let. What's going on around you redefine who you are. Again, we live in a world of lies and deceit and facades. People will look at you dead in your face and tell you lies. People will try to convince you of one thing and reality is something completely different. Things are not always what they say. And so you have to understand That this is just how things are going to be. And what you don't want to do is put yourself in a situation where you're confusing yourself. Again, social media is only going to amplify fear and insecurity. That's all it's going to do. So take what you see with a grain of salt and keep it moving. You'll be just fine. Stop comparing your relationship. You don't know what other people are dealing with. And the other thing too is, we need to stop feeling like we need to know everybody's business. To be real, there's enough going on in our own lives and there's enough on our plate. We don't really need to have any energy worried about somebody else. That's the truth. 
And let me tell you, it's very peaceful when you're just only worried about you. I have spent the majority of my life always concerned about other people, concerned about my friends, concerned about my family members. And guess what? I was negligent to myself. My life could have been a lot different years ago. But worrying with other people and then having my own personal struggles, all of those combined together was too much. And guess what? They were fine. They ended up being just fine. Me? Not so much. I had to figure it out. I had to struggle a lot just to get to a decent place. Not even really get to solutions, but to get to a decent place. There's so much time that I can't get back. There, there's just so much that I have poured into people that I can never get back. But it is what it is. And all you can do is move on. But what I'm saying to you is that you're wasting a lot of your life worried about what other people are doing. And it may not seem like it's a big deal, but it adds up. All of those days and weeks and months of dealing with certain situations with one person will add up. I've had friendship, two friendships, 13 plus years, gone. I've, there have been some guys that I was on and off with for two years here, three years here, one year over here. That adds up. Now, granted, Certain things happen at the same time, so they overlap. But nonetheless, that was wasted time. I could have been doing other things. So you owe it to yourself to only care about you. You are responsible for the success of, con of conquering your mental health issues. You are the only one who can overcome that hurdle. Other people can't do it for you. They can guide you, but at the end of the day, you have to make that. You have to make that journey. And if it means isolating yourself, putting the phone down, getting off of social media, not talking to people, then so be it. You only got one life. And everything possible that's happening is trying to prevent you from being content and being happy. Don't give it a reason. The other thing too is you have to understand that people are going to lie. People are going to hide behind reality as much as they possibly can because the truth is, is that if people really knew what was going on, nobody would like them. Nobody would want to be friends with them. Nobody would want to be in a relationship with them. They would be all alone and truly that's their greatest fear. So they will rather spend all of their days lying to people if it means that somebody is going to like them. And that's just how it is. Stop feeling like somebody else has something better than you. 
What you have is for you. What you have is yours. And what is going to be for you in the future is going to be for you. You can't want what other people have. What other people's blessing is, is not going to be your blessing. I'll give you an example. I have friends who were driving way before me. They had a nice car. They, you know, they could go wherever they wanted to go. They were good. I was catching the bus all the time. But I didn't let that make me feel like I was a bad person. Because I knew eventually I was going to get my license and get my own car and be just fine. And even though it wasn't happening right then at that moment, doesn't mean it wasn't going to happen for me in the future. Don't let that be a hindrance. Timing is everything. I'm telling you. Yeah, you may want to be married right now. But the reality is you might not be ready. You may think you want to be married right now, but I'm telling you, you might not. Just wait. You may want that family right now, but you need a person that's going to be in your life that's going to help you raise your family. You can't do it by yourself. It's going to take time. Yeah, that person got the raise and they're making more money than you, but they probably have to make more money. They have a lifestyle they need to support. They got expensive bills. You're doing just fine. You're okay. You're comfortable. Don't get hung up on what other people are doing. I'm telling you, don't do it. You you have more you have more things to attribute your energy to. And you'll be fine. I'm telling you, things have a way of working themselves out. I can't explain it. And, and this is the last thing. Sometimes we we try to be the orchestrate the orchestrators of our future when sometimes we just need to take a step back. Sometimes we need to just let things happen. Sometimes we need to just allow things to just kind of work itself together. We gotta relinquish some control because the reality is is that there's a lot that we're not in control of in our lives. Things have a weird way of working out, but it will be right on time. So whatever's going on right now, regardless of how you feel the state of your life is, it will get better, but it just gets better with time. Nothing happens overnight, but you'll be okay. Just be calm, take it one day at a time, and stop making comparisons. All you're doing is stressing yourself out. All you're doing is making yourself feel worse. That's not what you want. Just worry about you. Worry about what you need to do. Get better organized. Improve yourself. Make yourself happy. You got this. And that concludes today's episode. I hope that it helped you. And if you feel as though someone needs to hear this, please share it with your family and friends. Like and follow the podcast the same way it is spelled here across all podcasting platforms and like and follow the Facebook page. That way you keep up with all future updates and episodes from me. Thank you so much for tuning in.
and I will see you at my next one. Bye-bye and so long.